This program is brought to you by The Living Church Boise. This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. It is the beginning of a year and now is when every single believer tries to get on a consistent reading plan so that we can get from Genesis to Revelation in one year. But I've been guilty of this and I'm sure you have too. We don't always stay consistently dedicated to our reading plan and somewhere along the way, we quit reading the Bible altogether. The Bible, however, commands us to meditate on God's Word. Could it be possible that meditating on God's Word is not just reading a Bible reading plan and getting through the whole 66 books in one year? So what does the Bible say meditation looks like for a believer? Are you in a place in life where you feel like your Christian life, your spiritual life is stuck in doing the right things, but not having the abundant life that Jesus promised? Well, then this message is for you because we're talking about the question, is your meditation still relevant? Is your quiet time still relevant? And are the promises of God still bearing fruit in your life? Stay tuned. This message is going to change your life. What comes to mind when you think of meditation? When you think of meditation, what, what's the first thing that you think of? Do you think of an Indian guru sitting in the lotus position with dreadlocks and you know, bright saffron color clothes? And I'm, I'm almost there, not there yet, okay? The word meditation is a word that frightens a lot of Christians in this side of the world because the east side of the world has taken that word and uh, meditation is a huge part of the rhythm of um, Indians where I'm from. But meditation is a command from God. Now, I'm not saying that the Hindus and the Buddhists stole meditation from us. No, no, no. Every single person that's been made by God knows that there's a, there's a time when we need to slow down. I mean, it's only been one week where this year has started, but how many of you guys already feel so worn out, tired, unable to keep up? I was talking to a young guy and he said, man, I just don't know, man. This year has felt like it's already gone by so fast. I'm like, wow, it's been one, one week. This year has already gone by so fast. And before you know it, it's going to be December and we're singing carols again. It's mad. There's a lot of personal and spiritual growth that you and I can develop in and grow when we learn what the Bible says about meditation and how to meditate. And to be able to recognize what, what meditation is not and what we've made it out to be. And to stop being so frightened when you hear about things like this and, and immediately get your guard up and wonder if it's some new age nonsense. No, no, it's a command from God's word. And I'm excited tonight to show you from God's word how God calls you and me to meditate and the beautiful blessing that comes with it. So if you're looking for a blessing, tonight is a good night for you to be in church. In the Bible, we find a guy named Joshua. Joshua is, the book of Joshua is a book that is written in transition. Ooh, it's beautiful because many of you, as I've been praying, I know that this is exactly where you are. You are in a season of transition. Moses is dead. That's how the book of Joshua starts. Now my servant Moses is dead. And now the weight of leadership is fallen on your shoulders. All of a sudden, the country is taking a turn. The church is taking a turn. Your business is taking a turn. Your jobs are taking a turn. Your children have taken a turn. And all the responsibilities is falling on your shoulder now. And you're in the season of transition, like in the book of Joshua. 
And the command that God gives Joshua is insane. It's pretty wild. It's pretty mad. Because Joshua is a young leader. And Moses is a leader of leaders, man. I mean, God says to the prophets, I spoke to them through this and through that. But Moses, my servant, I speak to him face to face. And now you've got to fill Moses' shoes? Come on. How many of you guys are going through a season in life where you're having to fill shoes that's way too big for you? You feel like God's calling you to something and you're like, God, I don't think I could do this, Lord. I think you picked the wrong person. I feel that way every single week, man. But God, you remember a few weeks ago I spoke about this? God adopts you not by accident. Your adoption is not by accident. Your choosing is not by accident. Your calling is not by accident. And God very specifically says, Joshua, I'm calling you now. You are going to lead the people of Israel. Moses went up on the mountain and he didn't come back. Moses, he gave you the instructions from God. And now, Joshua, it's your turn now to step in. I do not know how many of you guys at the sound of my voice is in that season, but God is telling you, now it's your turn to step in. I feel like an old man, man. I feel like a grandpa speaking to grandchildren today. That's why I'm wearing grandpa pants. <laughs> Young or old, whoever you are, maybe this is a season where God's calling you to step in and you say, Lord, 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 I think you picked the wrong guy. I don't think I could do this. But look at what God commands Joshua. I'm going to ask you to stand for the reading of God's word. But before you stand, I'm going to give you a homework to do while you're in church. I want you to see if you could catch the blessings in this passage. There's a lot of blessings and there's also conditions. We're going to be in Joshua chapter 1 from verse 1 to 9. We're taking a break from going through the book of John. We'll, we'll jump back in the book of John in the month of February. But in this first month of the year, what I really want to talk about are topics and themes that we need to address that's made the church irrelevant, that's made Christianity irrelevant to the season of life in which you're living. Many of you are sick and tired of going through your Christianity, but the rubber does not meet the road. It's really not scratching the itch of your life. It's just another thing that you've added to your life. And this, this month, we're going to make this Christianity that we say we believe, this Christ that we say that we've come to know, we're going to make it relevant to our life. Last week, I asked the question, is the church still relevant? And this week, we're going to be talking about meditation. The command to meditate, your quiet time, your Bible reading, is it still relevant? And so we're going to read these few verses, nine verses, and your work as we read this is to pay attention, to catch the blessings of God, and to catch the commands of God. You got it? We're going to pay attention to the blessings and the commands, okay? So already, you're going to start meditating on God's word as we read this now, and you're going to learn certain things that's going to set the stage for you to be able to really grasp what the command of meditation really means. So would you please stand for the reading of God's word? If you have your Bibles, it's Joshua chapter 1. It's not in the New Testament. If you're in the New Testament, get a new phone, okay? I was supposed to be funny. Joshua, it's one of those books where when you've been in John in the New Testament, you're so used to going to the New Testament, all of a sudden you're right there by Genesis. It feels kind of awkward. Are you ready for God's word? Yes. Let's read. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over to the Jordan, you and all these people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place the sole of your foot 
will tread upon, I've given to you just as I promised to Moses. I hope you're catching the blessings of God over here, the promises of God. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life, just as I was with Moses. So I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Three massive promises right here in case you missed it. God says, I've been with Moses. I will be with you. I will never leave you. And here comes the conditions. Here comes the conditions. Pay attention now. Verse six, be strong and courageous. For you shall cause these people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. The way to be strong and courageous, that's a, that's a condition, is Joshua had to be strong and courageous for him to receive these blessings. Did you catch that? Verse 6, but the way for him to be strong and courageous was he had to be obedient to God's law. Be careful to keep all the laws that Moses, my servant, commanded you. And how is he going to be able to be obedient to God's law so that he can receive these blessings? Verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your, your way prosperous and then you will have good success. And then the passage closes with God reminding him once again, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord, your God, is with you wherever you go. I want to talk to you tonight on the question, is your meditation still relevant? Is your intimacy with Yeshua still relevant? We spoke about pouring out our love on the feet of Jesus. We spoke about having intimacy and affection and relationship with your creator. But is your personal relationship with God still relevant to the circumstance of your life? As you remain standing, I'm going to pray for you because tonight I want God to begin a revival in this place. And next week we're going to be talking about revival. Is our revival still relevant? And what God is going to do tonight is going, to, is going to set you at a place where as you enter this year, as you enter the season, you're going to be confident knowing that what God created you for, like it says in God's word, he will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. God is not a divine prankster who made you as a joke. Your parents might have laughed at you. Your siblings might have laughed at you. Your bosses and your colleagues might laugh at you. But my father in heaven who created you loves you. And he created you for the purpose. But we can forfeit our blessings if we've lost the intimacy of meditation and staying in his presence. And if you do not know what that looks like. So let me pray for you tonight. Father, once again, we come asking you, begging you, O Lord, for your word alone as a newborn baby that craves milk. We want your presence, Lord. We want your truth, O Lord. So strip away everything that's not from you. Strip away man-made laws, man-made religion, man-made standards, and let it be gone in the name of Jesus. Let that spirit of shame be removed. Let the spirit of religiosity be gone. And once again, let's come back to the pure, intimate, beautiful, nourishing word that comes from your presence. Speak to us now, O Lord. We're hungry. Speak to us now, O Lord. We're listening. We're listening, Lord. Speak to us. Speak to us now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Please be seated. There is a blessing 
in obedience. There's a blessing for each and every one of you. No matter how bad your circumstances have gotten, there's a blessing that God has for you. If He's kept you alive today, it's because God has a plan today for your life. And I'm sick and tired of people whose faith is so small, but their preaching is so loud. Their faith is so small, but their congregations are so big. And they tell you, stop dreaming so big. Like what Joseph's brothers told him, oh, big dreamer you are. No, God puts dreams in our lives. God cuts out his path in our lives and God gives you a fire and God gives you a passion. But immediately comes along all these people who say, stop it, knock it off. Who do you think you are? But you need to know that there's a blessing when you walk in the obedience, listening to God's word, listening to his commands, listening to his directions, taking the turns that he's calling you to take. The three things I'm going to nail down is, it all starts with the letter P, to ponder, to pray, and to praise. In fact, these three points of pondering, praying, and praising are three different Hebrew words used in the Old Testament that when it's translated in English, they call it meditate. They just have one word for all three, to ponder, to pray, and to meditate. Meditation in involves pondering on God's word. Meditation involves praying through God's word. Meditation involves praising with God's word. And tonight, there's going to be a huge shift in your personal walk with God if you're desperately wanting to draw close to him. As you begin to see in God's word, not by some guru who went up in a mountain, but in God's word, the living word of God, in how he calls us to worship him, how he calls us to spend intimate moments with him. Number one, let's look at this. Meditation includes pondering on scripture. I asked you earlier, what comes to mind when you think about meditation? The world's description of meditation is so warped, man. Because there's a new trend right now. It's very modern, and maybe you guys have dabbled with it a little bit too. There's a new trend where everybody's trying to go all natural, right? Natural foods, natural, you know, even water. I was watching these videos. The guys are selling water, right? Straight from the mountain, straight from here, straight from there. I'm like, it's water. Like, what more can you add to water, right? H2O, it's water. I mean, it's not rock star, it's water. Everybody wants to move this natural thing. They want to get one with nature. That's all the time we have for today, but we would like to hear from you. Our address is P.O. Box 2014, Eagle, Idaho, 83616. You can also listen to this message and more on the Living Church Boise app, available in your app store. 